live, my little tiger lily of summer. Arcady see with his own eyes this man take on five thugs with guns to his head. He is quick like gazelle. Ah, you should have seen his dropkick somersault in there, like Matrix poetry. We all chuckled at Arcady's analogy. They are as bright and colorful as he. Ah, my chap, Arcady Bagrov. A good Russian bloke indeed. Of course, you all know we haven't always been friends, but in the afterlife everything changes. Once lifelong enemies as agents from opposing countries, now plain limbo ghost brethren. We both have the same goal in mind, protecting Stevie from harm, earthly or otherwise. He's been quite a solid addition to our patched-together family of misfits. Two dead spies, a talking bat familiar, a handsome, if not goofball, St. Bernard named Whiskey. A turkey, yes, a turkey. He's actually a right sweet chap, named Strike, we acquired during what shall forever be known as the Christmas from Hell of 2016, and of course, Stevie, my near powerless witch. I use the adverb near, because despite the hateful act that took her powers, she's somehow managed to regain a very small, very limited amount of her witchiness. We'd found one another when each of our lives were in a state of rapid, very difficult transitions. I'd just died. Or should I say, my ex-lover and former fellow spy had recently murdered me. More on that later. Stevie'd had her witch power slapped out of her by a vengeful warlock, and had recently returned to her hometown of Ebenezer Falls, Washington, to lick her wounds with my man Belfry, her bat-familiar in tow. Arcady came into our lives a good bit after, but he too had been alone, and now none of us were. You're my hero, Winterbutt. See me bat my eyelashes at you? Belfry quipped from Stevie's shoulder with a breathy sigh, his favorite place to rest. I chuckled. Stop, old chap, or you'll make me blush like a giddy schoolgirl who's been asked to dance for the first time at prom. I'd sure like to see that, Belfry chirped. Oh, I'd like for him to see that too. I'm sure I've mentioned I'm determined to re-enter Stevie's plane. The longer I'm here in limbo, refusing to move past this plane and onto whatever lies beyond, and each time I see someone cross over into that magnificent light, the more determined I become. I've done it successfully once, returned to Stevie's plane. It wasn't for long, mind you. It was only long enough to feel the soft press of Stevie's lips to mine, touch her silky skin, hold her in my arms. But it happened, and I'll never forget that moment. Yet if I didn't have enough incentive before that incredible moment, I do now. I managed to inhabit my twin brother's body while he was unconscious, and it drained the life out of me. Well, <laughs> little joke there. I have no life to drain, as you know. I suppose it's better to say the event drained my energy, but I managed it, and it brought me great hope moving forward. Since, I haven't been able to repeat my performance, but I won't give up. Not until I'm back on Stevie's plane where I belong. Also, as a note on the ethical care and treatment of a possession, be aware, I would never possess a body with deep earthly ties. For instance, I would never take over the body of a husband and father or a body whose family and friends abound. I know with clear certainty I couldn't wander about in the physical body of someone who would be deeply mourned, 
on the off chance we should ever run into a bereaved loved one. Nor would I ever take over a body where the soul, even weakly, still exists. I have rules for this eventual possession, strict, unbending, ironclad rules, and when the right situation presents itself, the absolute right situation, I'll make my move. I'll take that vow a step further in regard to my long-lost brother as well. We are identical, and I'm quite positive I could possess his earthly shell. But as angry as I am with his attempt to steal everything I left to Stevie, I refuse to possess his body while he still lives in a permanent play for life on this plane. To note, I've not been able to locate my twin brother since he turned tail and ran after threatening to take everything I left to Stevie in my will, likely because for all the DNA he could produce, identical twins do not share the same fingerprints. When called upon to produce them in the presence of lawyers, my twin disappeared. Still,